Grand Rising family, and welcome to our broadcast. Let's get started with our affirmation. Over to you, Billionaire Baby. We are so blessed to know that we are all here on a mission to create the very best life experience for all of us uh, through the energy of divine energy of love, uh, which endows us with the powers of thinking, feeling, speaking, believing, imagining, visualizing, and, of course, taking action upon. For we know that the light of God surrounds us, the love of God enfolds us, the power of God protects us, the presence of God watches over us, the mind of God guides us, the life of God flows through us. The laws of God direct us. The power of God abides within us. The joy of God uplifts us. The strength of God renews us. The beauty of God inspires us. Wherever we are, God is. And we give thanks simply by feeling and saying, thank you, God, thank you, God, thank you, God. And so it is, so let it be. Amen and amen. Back to you, Lady Tycoon. Thank you so much for being a baby. That's one of my favorites. Well, family, for Black History Month, we've been sharing a Black History fact each day. And today I'm going to mention on Patty McDaniel. The first African-American to win an Oscar wasn't allowed to attend the Gone with the Wind national premiere. Hattie McDaniel was able to carve out a place for herself in Hollywood despite rampant racism and the consignment to bit parts. She paved the way for many African-American women, but not without her fair share of obstacles. Her performance as Mammy in Gone with the Wind in 1939 won her a best supporting actress at the Oscars that year. However, the national movie premiere was in Atlanta. Because of Georgia's Jim Crow laws, she was prohibited from attending the event. Hattie went on to star in over 300 films, was inducted into the Black Filmmakers Hall of Fame in 2006, and was the first Oscar winner to appear on a postage stamp. Despite her ultimate success, her choices insofar as she had any, in roles were often criticized. The NAACP said Hollywood's roles for African Americans were narrowed to servants or characters whose main purpose was being comically slow and dim-witted. Hattie was criticized for settling for lesser roles than her white colleagues. Despite this, Hattie went on to have a stellar career. So we are so thankful for Hattie McDaniel setting the way. We could not go through Black History Month without having on the founder and author of Black History 365. So we're so honored to have Dr. Walter Milton in the house with us today. Dr. Walter Milton is a native of Rochester, New York. He received his K-12 education from Rochester City School District, and he's a proud product of the State University of New York SUNY system. He earned a BA from the University of Albany and an MS from SUNY College at Brockport. 
He took postgraduate courses at the University of Rochester to receive his administrative certifications, including his superintendent's license. He holds a doctorate of education degree in leadership and policy from the University of Buffalo. Dr. Melton started his career in education in 1991 as a junior high school teacher for the Webster Central School District in Webster, New York, and then Brighton Central School District as a national renowned school district in Brighton, New York. Dr. Milton has received numerous awards. Through the years, he moved from being a teacher to principal, central administration, and then to superintendent of Fallsburg Central District in Fallsburg, New York. In 2005, he became superintendent of Flint County Community Schools in Flint, Michigan, where he designed and implemented a district-wide education reform that has been recognized throughout the state of Michigan and other parts of the country. He is a former superintendent in Springfield, Illinois, where he served as superintendent for almost eight years. Dr. Milton is an inventor who holds a patent in addition to his academic and professional pursuits. Through his vision, he had the ability to motivate educational organizations and communities to develop and support initiatives, programs, that encourage students to achieve at their highest potential. He is focused and disciplined leader with great vision, effective communication skills, and a passion for students in the midst of triumph or adversity. Dr. Milton has also taught at several universities across the United States. He's also a published author of Parents' Perception of Schools and Schools' Perception of Parents, 2006. Me in the Making, One Man's Journey, to becoming a school superintendent in 2008. Why Black Men Must Save Black Boys in America's Public Schools, 2014. Truth Be Told Narratives from the Souls of Black Women, 2018. And Black History 365, an inclusive account of American history in 2020. Dr. Milton is currently CEO of Black History 365, BH365, and from the Heart International Educational Services. Thank you, thank you. Well, Dr. Milton, I know I'm ready. I truly believe our family are ready. I'm turning the mic right over to you. I know these issues that we're having in the schools are so different than what, what we've had in the last 50 or 60 years. So let me turn the call right over to you. Let's go, go, go. Well, you know, Sister Creasy, I want to say to you that that is the second best introduction that I've ever had. I was speaking in Chicago, and the person who uh, had to introduce me didn't show up, so I had to introduce myself. But I want to I want to say thank you for giving me this opportunity to be here today. I'm most honored. Um, every time I come on the show, um, I just feel I just feel like it's family. Like you guys are literally my family, and I'm in um, <clears throat> San Antonio today, uh, speaking at a, a national conference. And I just wanted to just take a moment um, to just spend some time with you this morning. I thank you so much for the invitation. I want to start a little differently this morning. I want to share one of my favorite poems. Um, and I'm doing this off of memory, so if I miss a word or two, uh, please don't charge it against me. But it's a poem by, by Claude McKay. And it says, although she feeds me bread of bitterness, 
and sinks into my throat, her tiger's tooth stealing my breath of life. I will confess, I love this cultured hell that tests my mouth. Her vigor flows like tides into my blood, giving me strength erect against her hate. Her bigness sweeps my being like a flood. Yet, as a rebel fronts a king in state, I stand within her walls with not a shred of terror, malice, not a word of jeer. Darkly I gaze into the days ahead and see her might and granite wonders there. Beneath the touch of time's unerring hand, like priceless treasures sinking in the sand. Claude McKay, America. So um, this is, um, they say it's our month. And I want to say to every listening ear today that every day is our day. You see, Black History 365 is a continuum. It's never ending. Even this day and time, we're making history. And one of the most important things that I realized that we have a gene that other people don't carry. It's called the best gene. And so whatever we do, we're going to be the best at it. And we have to be careful that our best gene does not work to our detriment. And so um, many of you, uh, when we had the pandemic and people were really looking to find ways to stay communicative with family members, with their profession, with jobs, and holding meetings. You know, we all lean towards Zoom and Microsoft Teams. But there's a sister by the name of Marion Croak who is responsible for developing um, the Zoom process and, and creating Zoom and, uh, and Teams and FaceTime so that people can have a way of communicating. And many of us don't know that we have brilliance in these organizations and these companies, and sometimes our people do not get their just due. So I just wanted to share, not only have we made history um, past tense, we are currently making history as we move forward because we are brilliant people and we have the best gene. One of the things that, you know, um, that inspired me to do this, uh, and I shared this before when I was on the show, that I remember when I was a fourth-grade student uh, growing up in Rochester, New York, and I had a mother and father that really instilled um, great things in me. And my dad was a, uh, a Gullah Geechee uh, down in South Carolina, and he would always tell me how important it is to realize as I grow older that I will be a man and you're a man before you're anything else and you can't compromise your manhood for nothing. And so he said, because you come from descendants that were kings and queens, people that really stood with God and, and that were the movers and shakers of this universe. And my mother instilled the same thing in me, you know. So one day I came home and I said, you know, Mama, you know, Daddy, I'm going to – my teacher's going to teach black history, and I'm going to do really well because I know it. You know, y'all prepared me well for this, and I'm, I'm just happy and excited. So I went to school the next day, and I told my mother I wanted to wear my, my favorite suit. And actually, it was the only suit I had. 
was getting a little too small for me, but I wanted to wear that suit and that snap-on tie, and I sat in the front of the, the classroom, and I'm, I'm excited. And the first thing that Miss Laudisi, my fourth-grade teacher, showed was a film strip of a, of a so-called slave master beating an enslaved person profusely. And it ushered so much shame and anger and humiliation that I went home and I told my mother and father, I said, you know, you, you told me that our history began at the beginning of time, that, 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 that I come from people that walk this earth with God, and these white men, this white man just beat a black person, and this teacher said that this was my history, and blah, 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 with tears in my eyes. My mother said, son, she grabbed me, and my mother has a 1,000% a batting average. She said that one day, you're going to tell this story. You're going to be able to document this story. And so, you know, life happened. I went on. I grew older, became a superintendent, talked to my mother just about every day as always. One day, talked to my mom. I said, um, hey, mom, you know, we're building another school here. Things are going well. My school board's going to give me a raise, an increase. And she said, son, I'm sorry to tell you this, that, you are not going to be doing that for long because God, the creator, the most high God, is calling you to do something very differently than what you're doing. I said, oh, I said, Mom, please don't, don't do that to me because I knew every time she had a prediction, she was right. I said, well, I love being here. I love being a superintendent, and, you know, I want to go on and do large districts and blah, blah, larger districts and she said, you're going to be the best candidate for many districts that try to recruit you, but it's going to be some form of technicality with the media or something that you're not going to get the job. And it was amazing because I was going through that process right at that moment. My mother said, you know, you have to understand that when you've been called to do something, you can't get out of it. And I may be dead and gone, but you're going to have to take heed to what I'm saying. Unfortunately, my mother died unexpectedly that week. With tears in my eyes, shocked, I just lost my father, my brother, a sister, two nieces, a nephew who was murdered, and now my mother. I'm like, wow. So my world was upside down. I went to my school board, and I resigned, and I started my company from the heart. And we were doing really well. Moved to Nashville, Tennessee. Bought a building there, had people working, training all over the country, but something was still missing. And one day I started writing, and I couldn't stop writing. And I started writing, and I said, okay, maybe this is just cathartic for me. Maybe I just got to go through this process um, of, of, of writing. But this book, this time, was very different. It was about the voiceless people that looked like me, that shared my hue, that did not have a vehicle or a mechanism to tell their story. And I didn't realize that I was being charged to serve as the medium, to serve as the vessel to really establish something that at the time I didn't even have a vision of what was happening. I just kept writing, and I kept writing. And then I realized that the writing took place for 12, 14 hours a day. 
And I remember calling Dr. Joe Freeman, and he's a curator of many incredible images. I've known him for years. And, you know, he's a white gentleman, but he is well-versed in our history. And I said, hey, man, um, why don't you meet me in Nashville? So he flew to Nashville. We met. And I said, I want you to join me on this journey here. Um, and it was a very unique uh, kind of perspective that he brought to the table. So we, we joined the team and we just kept writing. He was 14 hours, 16 hour days. You know, we're talking three and four o'clock in the morning, talking about how can we position this image over here? What impact will it have over here? And we just kept writing. He looked up. It had been almost three years. And, and I'm going to just use an analogy that he uses that, that, that we were in a jar. And when you're in a jar, you can't, read the labels. So we were in this jar, and when we were released out of the jar, we had a, a final product. We didn't even realize what had taken place. I didn't realize because I was in the jar much longer than anybody else. And so I said, wow, we were going all over the country telling people about this magnificent book. Um, it wasn't even a book form yet. We had a series of, of, of Word documents and all of that. But I saw a book. He saw a book. And, and so many people started to join us because at this point I realized I couldn't do it alone. And 52 black women joined me in this fight. We have 70 members of our team now. And when I tell you that my sisters came to my aid, because this would not have been a finished product had it not been for the black women on my team. And so we established this incredible <clears throat> series of, of pre-K books, of kindergarten books, uh, elementary books, and middle school books. And then we have the college and high school book, Black History 365, an inclusive account of American history. And I really believe in the words of Muhammad Ali when he said, the man who has no vision has no wings. You know, I believe in the words of Jimi Hendrix when he said, in order to change the world, you have to get your head together first. I believe the words of Evelyn Ashford when she said, the fastest way to get me to go out and do something is to tell me no way I can do it. And that's what I was getting. I was getting people saying, hey, you can't do this. You guys had the opportunity to listen to some music this morning. We have 40 songs connected to this textbook. A brother out of Atlanta, Florida, excuse me, Atlanta, Georgia, excuse me, by the name of, of Dr. Kevin K.O. Cates. I don't know if you know him, but he's spectacular. He's the producer for Jay-Z, T.I., Drake, Snoop Dogg, Rick Ross, and, the, and, and, and so many other uh, famous musicians. He's their producer had a chance to bring him on board, and he says, man, I, I will do what you're asking me to do. I will connect every chapter unit with a song. So you can learn just by listening to the music. It's really, really important. And I would, uh, at this point, close um, after one of my favorite um, quotes by Maya Angelou when, it said, when she says that one isn't necessarily born with courage, but one is born with potential. Without courage, we cannot practice any other virtue with consistency. We can't be kind, rule, 
merciful, generous, or honest. So courage has to be the main thing that allows us to persevere. And we stand on a legacy, on a culture, that we have so many people that exemplified courage. And had they not exemplified courage, there would be no way that we made it through the insurmountable challenges and paths that we've come across. Sister Creasy? Wow, that is awesome. And thank you so much for giving us the um, the steps to with how the you ended up starting the book. And um, I wasn't aware of that rich history that you had with um, with creating it. But we're so glad that you did. And amazingly that uh, black women that uh, had a lot of initiative in, have, in making this happen. Um, you know, many times they talk about the stories of, of black women and um, and just the amazing things that have come of that. So we're just so thankful that you have created it. And congratulations on the accomplishment. I know even recently you had some um, artists that had done something with the book. I'm trying to remember who was it. I don't want to name me. Smokey Robinson or or some some others that did something. Is it? Yes, yes. We have a very very uh, talented, famous advisory board. Uh, we have Smokey Robinson. We have um, Kathy Hughes. We have Benjamin Crump. We have Benjamin Watson. We have Lolita Lewis, Reginald Lewis's wife, and he was. Um, he had the largest merger in the history of Wall Street with Beatrice Food in the history of this country. Um, we have just so many people that have connected themselves uh, to this to this unbelievable project. And Smokey Robinson, I had a chance to spend some good time with him for two whole days with Smokey. Can you imagine that? And I almost, I, well, I didn't almost, but I felt famous for two days hanging with Smokey. And one of the things that I witnessed um, uh, with Smokey, although he's in his 80s, he moves around like a man who's in his 20s. And he has so much love in his heart that, you know, you look at him and look at his celebrity, and you don't realize that this brother loves his people unconditionally, unwaveringly. We were in Connecticut, and we sp- he spoke to about a whole school of students. I think I think it was about Fifteen to seventeen hundred students there, and you know his security and bodyguards were trying to get him to come along, but he put everything on hold and he shook and hugged every last student that approached him, and it was almost a whole school. The teachers, and I said, "Man, this is amazing that this brother, at his status, would take the time, no matter how high he was." He had no problem getting low, and he embraced and touched everyone that day. And that just really, get, you know, I have a special place in my heart for Smokey Robinson. I really do. I even start, you know, listening to more of his music and liking it, believe it or not, because I was a little younger, you know, when he was singing, but he had some major hits that would endure the test of time. Yeah. Thank you for reminding me of that. Oh, wow. Awesome. And, you know, Dr. Milton, Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, has taken black history out of schools here 
and saying that black history has no significant value. What do you think about that and how, what steps, what can come of that? I think a lot of it. First, I think of being stuck on a train track with a high-powered moving train. It's an unstoppable force. And unfortunately, if you're stuck there, you're just going to get pummeled. And that's what's happening. Our history and our culture is an unstoppable moving train that's going at a high rate of speed. And so I think the media did an incredible job. And I'll tell you something that's really ironic. The day that he came out with that, I was a keynote speaker in Miami-Dade, Florida, with an auditorium (laughs) full of principals. Now, if you can't tell me that when I say the train, I'm talking about our creator. And I'm not talking about no little God. I'm talking about the big God, the most high God. And so here we are a black history company that have beaten out major textbook, billion-dollar textbook companies like McGraw-Hill, like um, Hope Mifflin and so many others, speaking in Florida on the day, not the eve or anything like that, but the day of that the story broke that he said that black history or that, that the media said that he said that black history um, was not, not, not um, possible in that state. However, a lot of it stands to be corrected. And I know this is going to be really sick because sometimes we have to be careful not to allow our emotions to drive our cognition. So I listened to what this guy was saying. He was trying to say in his own sick way (laughs) that we have to protect the integrity of black history because the AP um, what they were trying to do with the, with the course was to have an agenda of having queer and LGBTQT and all of that integrated into the black history curriculum. And so he was fighting against that. And so if you listen to the whole totality, totality, totality of what he was saying, you can really abstractulate that out. But when you have these sound bites and you have certain things that are that are being expanded over the media, it creates a major distraction. And we don't have the luxury, we don't have the time to be distracted. Because when we're distracted, it violates our momentum to move forward. And we have to move forward at all times. And so the next week, we just signed a deal with West Palm Beach, Florida one of the largest school systems in the state. And we're talking to Miami now. So that's what I'm saying. Although, you know, people put a lot of energy into that, a lot of distractions came about, we have to stay focused. And Florida is one of those states that we're going to really, I believe, make a deep and lasting impact in. And so we have to really be centered around because when we say things like, he said, he did, he's going to. We give them power. And we are the powerful people. We are the ones that not, not, not only did we make an impact in world history, world civilization, 
We built this country. And so we have to start acting like we're in charge because if we act like we're in charge, when our time comes again for us to be in charge, we can handle it without a problem. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and with the situation in schools right now, and you've been involved with um, many different school districts and superintendents and so on, with, um, and I actually even have a, a, a family member now looking to go into um, online school. It, you know, mm. with, with the changes that's going about and young people, you know, they just the way that they're learning being so different now with the, you know, extend with the um, computers and so on, um, how do we get them more involved or, or more interested in being part of the solution? Now, I know you had the, the young solutionists for a time, but also, uh, you know, if there's other things that we can do to get young people more interested in, in helping to solve a lot of the issues that, have, that were coming about these days. Excuse me. There was a brother... Um, I was doing my PhD at the University of Buffalo that I met by the name of M. Walima Shuja. And Dr. Shuja said that we have to be willing enough and we have to have the courage to distinguish schooling from education because oftentimes our children receive too much schooling and too little education. When you have rulers in your classroom, you can't school them. They desire to be educated. And so when we have arrived at the doorstep contemporary, contemporarily in education right now is that education is a matter of life or death. And our children are resisting schooling not education, because at the foundation of education, it's about learning about self. And so if these schools are not providing a curricula that's going to be uh, seen by black families or black children as being intimately um, uh, impactful or their lives, their history, their culture, if it's not intimately involved in the educational process, we're going to revert back to schooling again. We're going to revert back to the, to the behavioral challenges, the lack of learning, because that's a form of resistance. Already the districts that we have been, um, <clears throat> that, that we're in with our textbook, well over 200 school systems, and we're growing. We have the largest district in the nation, New York City Public Schools. Schools are experiencing growth. They're experiencing <clears throat> student achievement because these schools had the willingness and they saw them, their students as a premium that they were willing to invest in something that was going to uplift and motivate those children to have an educational experiences, experience rather, and not a schooling experience. Mm. So are you saying you're in 200 school districts right now, your book? Yes, ma'am, and we're growing every day. Wow. We're growing. We are in conversation with Los Angeles uh, public schools, and, I mean, it's just, um, my, it's not me, though. It's my team, you know, people that 
you know, have have stayed with it. And and sometimes, you know, when it's not working, you know, you try, you try, you try, you give up. But if you have the spirit of perseverance and stay with it, you can see the benefits. And that's anything that's worth having and worth doing is worth going through something. And I think that we've gone through it and every day. I mean, we just had um, um, an open house uh, yesterday, and we had a number of school districts on. They were communicating with our, our curriculum team, our sales team, and they are positioned to move forward. Um, to implement BH365 from the pre-K level, kindergarten level, elementary level, all the way to the high school level. I did a keynote at Grambling University um, uh, earlier this week, and one of the things uh, they want to do is make sure that um, our textbook is in the hands of all the student athletes throughout the entire SWAC conference as well as all HBC um, schools. And so that's, uh, that's another path that we're working on because even at, even at our uh, HBCU colleges and universities, our kids really still need to learn about themselves. Um, our information is really good. Um, we were in Amarillo, Texas um, about a year ago, and one of the people on the school board member, a school board rather, she was, um, she was an attorney, uh, Afro, a, a black a black woman, and she said that, you know, she teaches law as well at, um, at I think, uh, Tulsa um, University, one of, one of the, I'm sorry, well, yeah, one of the schools in Oklahoma that's right by Amarillo, and she said that many of the black pre-law students are woefully unprepared for law school because they don't understand the many cases that took place as this country was involving around civil rights and those things. So that's why she was a supporter of getting uh, Black History 365 implemented in Amarillo, Texas, uh, with the help of one of the people on our team, um, a sister by the name of Barbara, who uh, grew up there, uh, believe it or not. So, yeah, but we have 15,000 uh, school systems in this country, well, a little under 15,000, and our goal is to at least capture 10,000 of them. And then we are in a number of charter schools. Uh, we're in a number of private schools, as well as colleges and universities across the country. And I'm saying all of this very humbly because we still have such a long, long, long way to go. We do. Well, Dr. Milton, I know that some of our family here may want to be of assistance in doing that. So if you want to let them know how they can get in. And now, um, several of us are affiliates with um, trying to get the book across the country to schools, colleges, churches, you know, whatever. Uh, so if you'd like to give them information on how others can become affiliates, how they can get the music or other things, and as well as the book. Yeah, the music is just unbelievable. Um, the affiliate link, I'm trying to look at my phone. Um, all I can do um, is give a number that people can call or text me, and then what I would do is be sure to connect you with April Edwards, she is the person who is responsible for the affiliate link. And, and I know that I want to say this to you, that we have a brother 
um, I don't know if he came from this show or another show or some other relationship, but he's an affiliate. And when I tell you that every month this guy is cashing in a lot of money, I mean, he really is. I mean, he is doing a yeoman's job in terms of getting the word out. I can't, I can't wait to interface with him and just congratulate him and even reward him higher. I mean, he is doing a phenomenal job. So the affiliate link is an opportunity for all of us to generate and share um, wealth. You know, I used to tell my mother when I was younger, I used to say, Mama, you know, I want to be a multimillionaire. And she said, why? I said, because I don't, I don't ever want to be poor again. And she said, well, the only way that you're going to be a millionaire if you help people that look like you become millionaires. But sometimes, you know, we have to really, really do the work to make that happen. So I think that this is a vehicle that we all can benefit from if we just really stay consistently at it, and I guarantee you that it will come. We have everything set up, everything prepared for brothers and sisters and anyone else who want to make a deep and lasting impact in the lives of children. And I do want to say that we don't stop. We're constantly producing and pre- uh, developing products and all of those things. Um, we're, 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 we're working on, I'm going to be working on a Caribbean um, uh, Latin history uh, textbook as well. And that's something that's going to um, be a vehicle that can really tighten the diaspora gap up even more. So that's something um, that, 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 we're, that we're going to be embarking upon, and we're really excited about that. And so the affiliate, affiliates, rather, will all have an opportunity to, to be a part of that. But we also need more salespeople. We need more people on our sales team. We need more people that are willing to, you know, go into school libraries and, and work with us. And I hope – I don't know if Brother Jabari is on there. I miss talking with him. I, I want to apologize because I was supposed to get back to him, and I've been traveling for the last three months, like every week, two or three days a week. But um, but but there's so many ways in which we can do this. And 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 Sister Creasy, what we can do if you can get the names of the of of the people that are interested in being affiliates, what I can do is really just hold a special meeting with April. Um, and then we can really talk through some of those channels of, of what it means and what we're looking for and how to really go about it. And I think that level of communication will help many people be successful in the affiliate process. So those people that really want to join our sales team under the leadership of, um, of um, Henry Sandoval. Oh, wonderful. We can do that uh, through the podcast page or billionairemastermindforum.org. We do have a comment box, and that way others that are interested in that can uh, put their name and their email address, phone and email, so we can get that uh, and get something together with April. Um, Absolutely. Now, also, um, somebody on your team may have joined us. Were you, had you invited someone else to, to speak today with you? Um, I probably have. I sent it out. Um, I don't. I don't know um, if I had them join me. I just sent it out to different okay. people. Well, I'll, I don't know I'll if they went through the right. 
just a minute. Okay. Someone's asking, is the salesperson and the affiliate the same thing? No, they're not. No, they're not. The affiliate, um, let's say you're just having a general conversation at the airport and you say, hey, you know, man, you got to get this one good resource called Black History 365. You should go on their, their, um, their website and get a book. And, you know, when you get that book, give them my name, just put, type my name down, um, at, you know, or this code down. And then every two weeks um, when the checks are generated, that person automatically gets a check that hits their account. And so, so the, it's, it's more like word of mouth and getting credit. And I think it's, don't quote me on this, but I think it's 10%, 10 to 15% of the sale. So whatever that is, that person buys two books or three books or one book, um, that percentage is carved out. And we have a um, precise technology that takes care of it so that no one is ever shortchanged. And, and that's how it works. And our sales uh, team, we have our main sales division is um, where we're working with school districts and corporations, and, you know, that's the large sales. But we're looking at starting a new division of sales where – we have people that are intimately involved in the process of working with school libraries, getting them to purchase sets of books and all that. You know, we have, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, travel or mileage um, concessions as well as uh, incidental concessions as a foundation or as a draw to really help people that were, that were interested in doing that. And believe it or not, that to me, is the quickest and consistent way to generate revenue. Um, but, I, you know, I hear people say, oh, I'm not a salesperson. I, I mean, we have to stop that. Yes, you are. <laughs> if you're living, you're selling. Um, you don't even know that you're selling. But just talking and having relationships, we're selling ideas, we're selling uh, dreams, aspirations, hopes. So why not get paid for it? Um, so that's what we offer. And, again, if you're interested, I would love for you to put that in the link with your name and number. And when I talk to our beautiful sister, Karen, uh, she can provide that information over to me. And, Dr. Milton, before I open it up for our Q&A for our family, um, you want to mention to them, and because some of us that have been on for, you know, last year understand this is not just a regular, um, you know, 500 or, you know, page book or, or you know, as well as the, the rich amount of, of information that's in there, the pictures and so on. Can you let the can you let everybody know as far as uh, the depth of the book as well as the price of the book so they can even, you know, get that understanding as far as even being an affiliate and what percentages that we're even thinking of? Excellent. Thank you so much. Man, we need you on our marketing team, I'll tell you. Um, one of, <laughs> one of the things – Oh, yeah. One of the things that's important, uh, we decided, like, we started with this incredible book, this large one, and, uh, and I'm going to go in the reverse today. So what happened, we, in one of our meetings, we decided that how are we going to stomp out white supremacy? How are we going to do it? How are we going to kill it before it even starts? So we said we have to start from day one. So we created 
preschool and kindergarten materials um, to help our young people understand that they have to know who they are from day one, that we don't have the luxury to wait until, you know, they're adults or, or anything like that. So if you go to our website, uh, bh365.org, um, you can see that we start off with, with you know, these books. In the first book, we have a series. It's called I Am Unique and Special. And then the next book is Look at Us. We Can Learn New Things. Then the next one is I Can Be Anything from A to Z. And then the next one is Me and My Family. So just imagine being a preschooler or a kindergarten, and you get these big books. That's what we call them, big books, because they're big books. And you see all of the characters that look like you, that are brown, that are dark brown, that are, that are beige, <laughs> that look just like you, your hair. And then you see these amazing things that they're doing in these books. So we didn't. We said, okay, we got to continue. So now we have. Uh, we're finishing the first and second grade, but we have third grade. The third grade book is entitled Black History Three Sixty Five: America and 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 Life and Culture. Then we have the fourth grade book, Black History Three Sixty Five, um, um, and then we have the fifth grade book, Black History Three Sixty Five. Then we have the sixth grade book. Um, Black History 365, Modern Day America. Then we have the next grade, seventh grade, you know, Black History 365. And then we have eighth grade, Black History 365. And then we have the ninth grade through twelfth grade, as well as the college edition. So we wanted to make sure that we covered our tracks. And, and, and one thing that I like about our team, when I tell you that our team, they are brilliant people. We are constantly making changes to the book. As, as we experience history as we live it, we're updating the book at a rapid speed um, through our ebook concept. So we have an ebook as well. And then whenever we do our rewrites, we've already prepared um, to expand this book, the large book that's 1,248 pages. We have images that people have never seen before. Um, as, as Dr. Freeman says, our oldest image goes back to 1553. Uh, many of our, um, all of our books are aligned with standards, uh, f uh, fully aligned with state standards. Um, our curriculums begin in ancient Africa at the beginning of time, even before Africa took on the geopolitical terms like, you know, Nigeria, Ghana, we have uh, we start with the kingdoms when they were kingdoms, and then we come past we go all the way past George Floyd. We have a strong integration of technology that's embedded in our book that links to further resources. Kids can bring the book up on their phones or what have you. Then we have our BH365 album, um, engaging lyrics layered and masterful um, that are that are that are layered masterfully by. Brother um, Dr. Kevin Kale Cates, a nominated Grammy Award-winning producer, and this um, 
our music, you know, I think it's the first or one of the first. I think a brother out of California had a similar concept, uh, Brandon Brown. Um, but it has 41 tracks, um, two-volume soundtrack uh, that is aligned with every chapter, <coughs> excuse me, every unit of the textbook. And so we are really, really honored um, to have music embedded. We have a, a great team getting back to our professional development, a sister by the name of Dr. Lisa DeVoe. She runs our professional development team. And this provides support and resources for both teachers, students, families, and community members. Um, we know that some of the topics will cause certain thoughts, emotions, and questions in the classroom. But we have <coughs> put together a team of experts to provide an unparalleled PD process to support teachers with implementation. And then we have the elephant experience. You know, then we have um, the elephant experience is uh, really designed for student engagement process with important subject matters um, interspersed uh, throughout the curriculum. And so what we do there is really designed to prepare students to become critical thinkers, compassionate listeners, fact-based, respectful communicators when dealing with sensitive topics. So whenever they see the elephant, they know that that's a hot topic that they're getting ready to discuss. So we have something that we created called the talking stick. And so the talking stick is really designed so that we can have good engagement. When someone has the stick, we, are, we, we all become good listeners to that person. And when that stick is, is, is passed on, that person becomes um, an articulate agent, and we all are good listeners. And, and that's one of, that was one of our, our um, historical ways of communicating with each other, that we're listening opposed to not thinking about what we want to say while someone else is talking. And then we have our sidebar on material through all of our books and chapter check-ins placed throughout the resource. So we believe that <clears throat> our textbook engages all ages from K to gray, okay? So that's important. And lastly, um, the high-resolution res imagery. You know, exclusive access to more than 3,000-plus genuine documents and artifacts from the celebrated and comprehensive uh, uh, Freeman Institute um, uh, images. So I just wanted to, um, to share that. Um, we want to hit areas like churches. We need somebody to be over churches, to, to get our book in churches, all types of churches. Like I said, school libraries, public libraries. So um, we really want to expand our sales reach. And so we're looking for people that are committed, people that believe in the product and everything. There's a brother that we're working with in Atlanta. Uh, he's a, he has a corporate background. And he sent me a text. Uh, let me see if I can bring it up. If you guys can indulge me with this. He sent me a text this morning. I looked at my phone, and it says, my computer was smoking this morning. I couldn't sleep. Didn't get in bed until 4.30. Got some fire set for you to benefit from. I'll hit you up later. The third shift was an awesome experience. He's just talking about the book because he has delved into the book and he can't stop reading it. So yesterday he wrote me, man, this is a bold statement, but BH365 is a must-have for everybody in this nation, if a person has the Bible, 
the Sutras, the Vedas, the Quran, the Ag- Agamas, the Torah, or any other type of religious document, one will also gain insightful knowledge by having BH365 in their collection. Owning, reading, and studying this book along with other apocryphal work is going to help humanity to become more profoundly respectful of a culture, of our culture. So every day this brother is sending me these incredible uh, text messages that he's getting the word out to people, that he's just, you know, um, he sent me a text the day of the Super Bowl. He says, uh, man, I had to tell you this, Dr. Milton, and I've never seen this guy. He's just, he just got my number. He says uh, he sent this out to a plethora of college and, and high school coaches. He says, now you know the permission of your coaching staff Produce the next generation. Super Bowl 57 was supposed to be exciting. Two black quarterbacks clearly show the world we can be leaders of a sport. They, the whites, tried to say we were athletically and intellectually unable to do. Now, every team is going to be acting like Coach Bear Bryant. Rest in peace. And over time, the generations beyond us will have to read about the black quarterback's evolution in the books like BH365, all of you coaches and athletes need to get this book. So he said he sent it over to 300 300 people. And so if you look at our book, we talk about the evolution and um, the whole growth of black quarterbacks. It was more than uh, about athletics. It was about the journey and how black quarterbacks were subjugated to a high degree of racism and looking at them as just being an athlete. I have a cousin who played uh, in the NFL, um, a gentleman by the name of Donovan McNabb. And when Donovan was uh, being recruited, you know, he wanted to, he was from Chicago. He wanted to just play football for University of Illinois. So he went there on a visit. He said, man, you can play receiver. You can play, um, you know, defensive back, but nah, not a quarterback. Same thing with Wisconsin. One university, Syracuse University, gave him an opportunity. He went on to become one of the most prolific players in Philadelphia Eagle history, and we're hoping that his Hall of Fame bid is coming soon. So um, we talk about, you know, the whole evolution of, uh, of, of black quarterbacks, starting with Fritz Pollard in the beginning of the turn of the century. So we, we, we kind of delve deep into all of these things. And I know I went far field a little bit. But I just wanted to share that. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, no, no problem at all. I mean, we're loving this conversation and really appreciate that. And the book price at this this year, I don't know if it has gone up from the original price. What is the price of the book these days? Yeah, you are really good, Karen. Um, so let's start with the 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 the, uh, the the pre-K kindergarten books. So we have four of those books. Each one of the books um, is, is a cost of twenty nine ninety nine. If all four of the books are purchased in a set, it's a hundred dollars. So you can save by buying all four. If you look at our first through eighth grade books, or not first through five grade, those books are eighty nine ninety nine, eighty nine ninety nine. Uh, sixth, seventh, and eighth grade books are ninety nine ninety nine. 
And our ninth through college edition is $159.99. That's $159.99. And the e-books, um, they are a little uh, less expensive. Um, the e-book uh, for the large uh, textbook, uh, that is $139.99. And then you just subtract, I think, about 10 bucks from all the other prices off of the other e-books, and that's what you get. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you very much. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. Um, well, let's go ahead and start our comments um, so we try to keep within time, and Dr. Milton, I did just send you a message if you know that person. Um, okay, okay, well, Billionaire Baby, let's start with you. <laughs> just want to thank you and bless you, Dr. Milton, for the tremendous work that you have done in terms of, uh, and your team, uh, uh, getting all that information together in terms of the history of, of blacks and in terms of not just America but the world in terms of all that we have provided uh, and uh, still still providing for this to be the best, a better world. Thank you and bless you and continue. Back to you. Thank you. Thank you, sis. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, over to you, Reverend Burnett, billionaire, uh, less consciousness. Good God day. <clears throat> Good God day. Um, <laughs> this is so huge. I mean, this is the first time I've had the pleasure of hearing you on the Billionaire Mastermind Forum, uh, Dr. Milton, and um, I'm just overwhelmed at the greatness and the hugeness of the impact that this can have in the direction that we are intending to move. Um, as a people in a society, a culture, uh, in in raising the consciousness of people in communities. It starts in the households and communities and individual lives of people. And so, you know, I, I just see such a huge, tremendous impact that this can have. Um, and I congratulate you. I acknowledge you. I bless your work. I bless your consciousness, um, your commitment, sticking with it. Um, and I'm on board with, you know, doing what I can do to let people in my <clears throat> congregation, people who are, you know, we're working with a um, a new middle school for boys that we are talking with right now to operate out of our church facility called Save Our Sons Now Academy of Excellence. So I will definitely make certain that the leadership of that group hears this uh, over the weekend so that they can get on board. It might perhaps be an opportunity for them to be an affiliate um, as well as the church here in Baltimore. So I'm just excited. I mean, I think it's phenomenal. And, you know, this is a kind of huge work that we can collaborate on, we can be a part of, and we can feel good about uh, 
producing something that continues to contribute. I mean, I think one of the messages that's so important to hear in your work is that we've always been contributing. We've always been doing huge things. We've always, it has not been acknowledged appropriately. And I think we are the ones who have to acknowledge the impact that it can have. So I'm really grateful. I won't take up a whole lot of time. I could talk on and on. But um, I'm just grateful that you're on the planet. I'm grateful you're doing the work, that you're sticking to it. I'm grateful you have such a powerful team of people who have signed on and who are aware and conscious that this is an important movement of our time. So thank you so much. Yes. Thank you so much. You know, you know, sister, um, I'm gonna I want to give you a number, eight one seven nine nine four seven zero seven nine. That's eight one seven nine nine four seven zero seven nine. That's my that's my business cell. If you could uh give me a text message or a call, letting me know the size of the school, how many students they have. We would love to provide some free resources uh, to the school and to the kids. I think that okay. it's that it's important uh, to do that. Um, I was in Baltimore a few months ago on the Armstrong Williams show. He had okay. um, a show at a church there, a beautiful, large black church, um, where we were talking about the crisis of education and the impact it, it has had on our, our families and our community as a people. And so I was one of the speakers there, and I was just so touched and moved um, by Baltimore. One of my favorite songs is by Nina Simone called Baltimore. <laughs> so um, if you could do that, that will be great. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. And that was good timing because someone was just texting asking for a, a number. So that 817-994-7079, I'm sure will be also taken by others. Now, did you want to give awesome. out April Edwards' email or phone number for the affiliate? I see. Uh, yes. I have a her, email address her for email, her. Yeah, her email address is e. Edward. I'm sorry, it is not E. It is A. Edwards at blackhistory365education.com. I'll repeat that. A. Edwards at blackhistory 365education.com. Great. And you're suggesting that others that may be interested in the affiliate program, if you can also send, uh, go to the podcast page, billionairemastermindforum.org, and, um, and, and, send a, and put in the comment box that you're interested in that we could see about having the group conversation that he was suggesting. Absolutely. And we'll do a special presentation to all of our people that that's with this with the with the um billionaire mastermind forum. 
Thank you, thank you. And over to you, Abundantly Wealthy Sam. Ain't no stopping us now. We're on the move. We really, really got the groove. Some of y'all know that's my theme song, but that's what energy I'm feeling. Um, Bro, you are really mobilizing, picking up momentum. Uh, It's definitely what we need. And even in terms of people talking about young people in black history, a lot of us older people really need to learn what our real true history is here. So uh, definitely, and uh, I'm definitely on board for doing the support, the affiliate, and, uh, you know, getting getting our history and our story out there and, and building up our momentum and our consciousness on on our power and our purpose, you know, as a people and, and pulling it all together. So thank you so very much for your work, your effort, your dreams, and your insight, bro and your commitment. Thank you. Thank you, brother. Yes, you're very welcome. Over to you, being the showgirl. Dr. Walter Milton, Jr., we love you, and ain't nothing you can do about it. (laughs) (laughs) You have bought us ourselves. What a gift. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I am so enthusiastic about your whole project. Um, When you came uh, the first time, uh, I called my local library because I had had made a commitment to support my local library. I used to get a lot of um, uh, audio books and listen to them as I drove around doing my work. And at one point I said, you know what? I'm I'm just spending money that I'm never going to get back. I started supporting my local library, requesting certain books arrive, and they did, and they would call me, and I got to enjoy it and then turn it back to my community. So I did that with uh, 365, and um, uh, I want to encourage others to call their local library and request a book. It doesn't have to be the biggest book. It can be the children's books. It can be anything that you have uh, in your um, in your array that will fit into uh, a library, uh, you know, and uh, it's so wonderful. So I'm going to sign up again for that uh, affiliate uh, so that I can give them my link while I'm talking to them and uh, just Sprinkle that around your community, and then once the books arrive, send notes to the teachers in your schools and and tell them this book has arrived because it is a treasure. And I thank you, thank you, thank you so much for bringing it to us. Thank you too, sis. And and I love I love everyone is everyone of, of 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 our family that's gathered together today as well. Awesome. I'm complete. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't believe child dancer Jabari was able to make it today. Jabari? Okay. Bibi, King I David. Just, I just got a text from him. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I had mentioned it. You were looking for him. Okay. Oh, yeah. Thank you. He's awesome. 
Russ Johnson was with them uh, with the book. I dropped the ball, but I picked it up, and I'm going to the finish line. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> uh, we're on board, and uh, as I go to these associations with some of our people, with these charter schools around here that don't have any programs in them, I'll be giving them a little assignment. I'm just going to ask them what are they going to do to change that curriculum to help our people know who they are. Because we've got thousands of charter schools, but I don't see the kids coming home with any black story books. <laughs> they tell them to read, but what you're giving them to read, nothing about themselves. Thank you again, younger man. And I got the ball back in my hand. Thank you. All right. Thank you, brother. And they say that you got all kind of crazy moves and you're really fast. So let's go a lot of touchdowns. <laughs> Thank you. Well, for any new callers in line, by pressing star six and the one key, we'd like to welcome you to get star Q&A experience. And we, uh, we'd like to return the love, energy, and vibration that we share here each day. If you don't have an opportunity to do that, we are here Monday to Friday, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, including holidays, and definitely like to hear from you. If not today, then do come back another day soon. Let's remember all ages are welcome on our broadcast, so take the opportunity to invite someone to join us, whether live or on a replay, at 712-432-1085, same pin, 915-358-POUND. When you invite people to the broadcast, make sure you alert them if they have Metro PCS or T-Mobile. Some of the cell phone providers have blocks in regard to conference calling. The bridge line they can dial through is 720-844-1219. Once you dial that number, you do need to enter the conference call number and the pound sign behind it, then the PIN number and the pound sign the second time. The option to that is with a Google Voice number, you can dial directly through and have a bonus to have a second phone line for your business or your personal life. But we definitely appreciate each and every one of you. If you are a new caller and do not have a comment or a question, we would still appreciate you unmuting your line, giving us your name, your city, who invited you, so we can give you a warm welcome and return the love. If you're listening to our replay and would like to join us live, that number is 667-770-1523 with the PIN number 915-358-POUND. In addition to live and replay, we also have our podcast available 24-7 at BillionaireMastermindForum.org. And again, that's .org, not .com. Um, once you on that page, you'll find five episodes and a comment box. So there in the comment box so you can express your interest in, in um, joining the special call that we'll have for BH365 and those that are interested in affiliates. And um, and then also at the top of the page is a link that says All Podcasts. You'll be able to click there and find the menu of what's available at this time. That is continuing to grow. In addition to the link on billionairemastermindforum.org, and once you type that in all, all together, no spaces, you'll have the link to the podcast page. However, we're also on Anchor, Spotify, iHeart, and iTunes. We're about to start Q&A. With that, star six will open your mic. The one key will put you in the queue. The two key will remove you from the queue. So star six and the one key, family, star six and the one key. In addition to that, just want to remind you that those that are interested in the nonprofit and grant classes, that's going to be starting next week on February 23rd. 
Um, if you're interested, registrations do need to be in by February 20th, and you need to make sure to register by that time. Uh, the classes will be from 6 to 8 p.m. Thursday nights, six weeks going forward. There'll be a break for a few weeks, and then they'll be starting the grant class after that. Nonprofit class will be first. So make sure that you're doing that. If you don't have the link, you can, again, go to the podcast page, billionairemastermindforum.org, and express that you would like the link for the registration for that, as well as you can give me a call, 407-308-5850. Again, 407-308-5850. Let's go to Q&A, star six and a one, key family, go, go, go. Okay, let's see who we have in the queue. <clears throat> All the way from New Jersey, misplaced in Florida. It's billionaire BJ. He's happy to be in Florida, I would say. <laughs> fabulous. Yes, fabulous. Wow, I'm first. Well, cool. Well, anyway, um, that's the, the whole um, product that you're speaking about is fantastic. Um, I'm an affiliate. I just need to pump up the volume with that. And um, today, well, a couple of days ago, I got an email from the National Action Network, um, Al Sharpton. He's down here in Florida. His organization is down here to jump all over Ron DeSantis and his attempts to shut down black history um, education. So I don't know if you might have reached out to him because he's on the net right now. So that might be a good move. Well, I talked to Al uh, last year about these uh, potential things coming up. He's a member of my fraternity, Phi Beta Sigma, on his radio show, and these are kind of things that we predicted. And I know that Benjamin Crump is on a task force where a large uh, conglomerate of brothers and sisters have gotten together. So when we talk about this fight, um, it, it, we're ready. We're ready. This is that. This is all part of that moving train, that locomotive that they can't stop. Okay, I just want to make sure that that current conversation was being had with them. So great, you're on it. Thank you. I'm complete. Okay. Let's see, who else do we have in the queue? Is that Mr. Grooms in the queue? Yes, yes. I'm I'm not a celebrity, but I still want to say, say my name, say my name. It feels so good today (laughs) to hear my name being called on the airways. (laughs) You are are a celebrity, my brother. (laughs) Greetings and salutations to the family. Uh, I'm loving what I'm hearing. It's my first time hearing it. Uh, I, my question is, do you have any books in reference to the history of the Gullah Geechee people since I heard you say your father's from um, down here in the Carolinas? Absolutely. And we do have a segment devoted to this book of, uh, of the Gullah Geechee. And then uh, I'm writing something about St. Helena Sea Islands uh, right off of Charleston. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do that. And if you want to be participatory with me, my brother, I would love for you to join me with that because we have to kind of be um, inclusive and work together. But that's something that I'm doing um, on a personal level because, you know, spending um, many years when I was growing up, going and spending my summers there, 
I still can smell the air. I can still feel the skin of my people that I hugged. I had a chance to meet my great, great grandfather. Um, and, and hearing the stories of, of, of the transition of being there and the strong uh, resistance that was put forth not to succumb to, um, you know, that peculiar institution of slavery. And so I think that that level of resilience and resistance is in my spirit. And so I think we have to really begin to tell, you know, those stories that, that you know, we hear of um, the Nat Turners of the world, but we don't know enough of the Denmark Vessies and, and Gabriel Prosses and, and how those things were violated um, and, and the resistance with the Maroons and, and all of those people. So that's what this book is going to entail. Um, but thank you. Um, but we're, we're definitely in the process. But the current book, we do mention the Gullah Geechee in there as well. Awesome. Um, and you do have a website I didn't hear that uh, mentioned also. Yes, sir. Uh, we have a website. Um, it is B, as in boy, or black, rather. How about that? Uh, B as in black, H as in history, 365.org. BH365.org. Okay. Um, there's an elder down here. Um, I'm definitely going to link him to you because he is, an, he is a historian. And he does a lot of speaking engagements in reference to, um, you know, our our story. You know, should I say, I'd rather say I walk, you know, from the past to the present. And I'm definitely going to link him to your organization. I will definitely be in touch. I thank you for all that you are and all that you do. Thank us. Thank you. Thank you, brother. And and you just reminded me of something that's critical. And I would be remiss if I didn't say this um, because – one of the things that <clears throat> that we created, and I've written other books, but had an experience when I wrote a book, one of my first books, and the publishing company was getting almost 90% of the profit. Mm. So um, being the business-minded family, uh, we decided to create our own publishing company. So we also publish market, and distribute books of black authors. And we have worked out a mechanism because when you give back, you're blessed. And so we have uh, published books where many of our authors are receiving just about 100% of their profit. So I would encourage anyone on the line that's listening or that listens to the recording of this, if you are interested in a publishing experience, our publishing company, we have two branches. One is called um, CGW, and it stands for Carter G. Woodson Publishing, and the other one is called 1L Group Publishing. They're the same ends, but um, they, they, they publish different types of books. So if you're interested in that, please reach out to me, and I'll connect you with, um, with our publishing uh, division. We have uh, 17 people, about 17, 16 or 17 people that works in the publishing division. Um, they work with the Library of Congress. Uh, we have an editing 
side of it all. We have a um, technology side of it. We have um, uh, a research side of it. We have the layout uh, side of it, um, the visual side of it, all of that. So, and we take it take everything to scale. Um, one of the things that I did mention about all of our um, our BH365 books, we have an outstanding number of QR codes um, in the book. So you can use your, your, your cell phone to bring up additional information um, that's connected with the book as well. Wow, that's beautiful. You're definitely uh, uh, being cutting age in these tools of today. But the only thing that you have is the same thing that, you know, BMF doesn't have. They're spraying chemtrails in the sky, no matter who they are. But there needs to be uh, banners and billboards up there of both of these organizations. Wow. That's powerful. Thank and, that you, would be, and that would be in a healthy way, of course. It's not like the chemtrails, of course, but I'm just saying this is the information exactly. that definitely needs to get out. You know, and I, pre- I love and appreciate you all, and I'll stay in touch. Thank you. Thank us. Peace. Good to hear you. You have such a beautiful voice. You should join us more often, as well as I hope it's your sharing our message and, and inviting others to join us. We appreciate you. Yes, Empress. I you also, um, one more question. Um, I went to your website for BMF, and some of the most recent shows, they're not there yet. Um Maybe I shouldn't ask that question. That is now. correct. It's, it's a labor of love, and there's there's two of us that that are doing it. So, you know, I am working on some options to get things out there faster, and uh, but we'll take some funding. So I haven't gotten some things together, so I can start asking for some funds from the family to assist, as well as for other platforms. But it's a, we're working on it. Casey connects you is is in progress. Okay, thank you. Love and appreciate. So I'm not sure if you were. You, and for some of that may not have been aware, this was not my original project. The Billionaire Mastermind Forum was, was started with Billionaire Joe and Go Rich Mind, you know, back 14, 15 years ago. So after his transition and, and Billionaire Joe's retirement, then I have uh, taken the helm and we're doing different things to take us to the next level, to continue the marching forward with some other, um, with some new Missions, whatever. <laughs> so thank you for your interest okay. in having us share, and we appreciate your efforts to help us to do that in the meantime. Each one can Definitely. reach one, so please share. Text somebody, email them, text them, invite them, social media. And those of you that are on, other than Facebook, I'm not on TikTok or in some, in Instagram, so those of you that are on those platforms, please share the number as well as the podcast page and, and let others know about us. Thank you. Thank us, indeed. I'm complete. All right. Thank you, my brother. Awesome. Awesome. All right. And who else do we have in the queue? We have all the way from Dallas, Fort Worth, coming with some fantabulous I was waiting for her. She's an educator, too. All right. Star (laughs) 6 and 1. Oh, my God. Grand Rising. Billionaire Mastermind Forum family on this first-rate, five-star, fine-tuned, feel-good, fast-forward, fly-away, fun-filled Friday. Thanks, Dr. Milton, 
for your very informative presentation today. Unfortunately, I was having some technical difficulties this morning with my internet connections that had that I had to repair. And by the grace of God, the devil the devil did not win because I am victorious <laughs> and I am more than a conqueror. <laughs> because still I rise in the words of Mount Angela. The, the Lord says that I am more than a conqueror. So therefore, I was finally able to uh, tune into your phenomenal presentation. <clears throat> Excuse me, before you finish. Brother, I am at a loss of words right now because you have definitely empowered me with a plethora of knowledge. In my understanding, when I was in my PhD program, that was the terminology. But we just heard the other day they're now using cafeteria of knowledge. I want to share with you today that I am a former educator with over 15 years of experience teaching English, language arts, reading, ESL, and special ed. And I have had the opportunity and the pleasure of being able to teach children at all different levels, from elementary, middle, high school, GED, young adults, even at the community college level. I've worked in charter schools at the Job Corps. Uh, center here in Texas. I've worked um, in the jail, taught students that are institutionalized, and I saw and heard that you gave out an 817 number. That tells me you either lived in Arlington, Texas, or you lived in the Fort Worth area at one time, because I know that area code. I also... I still, I still live there. I still live in, here in Dallas. <laughs> okay. I didn't get... I didn't hear you at the beginning, so I didn't know that. So we definitely going to yeah. touch base. I okay. believe I manifested you today, by the way. I am also interested in contributing to your textbook company, is what I want to say, becoming an affiliate, a partner, a sales rep, uh, whatever you need me to do at any capacity so I can utilize my skills and talent in order to empower our people and Thanks the kingdom of God. You can sign me up today, brother. <laughs> My God. Uh, I wanted to talk uh, also. <laughs> I also wanted to talk to you about Governor Abbott. I know you are very familiar here in Texas, how he has banded over 801 book titles in 22 districts. And by the way, Florida as well as Texas, they lead the nation in book bans. And I wanted to just share a list of some of the popular books that are banned, and these are probably some books that some of us are familiar with, and even some of the writers. Uh, I'm not shocked or surprised that they did ban a Toni Morrison book. They're saying because of the sexually explicit material that's in there, and even popular books that I've read with my students like Animals. Farm. They say that there's some communist propaganda in that book. That's that's the reason why that book was banned. The Great Gatsby, uh, sexual balance, the catcher in the rye, in the rye, because of sexual scenes. Charlotte's Web because of the themes that's related to death and the, the idea that they're talking about are using animals. And even one of the most famous books that was made into a movie, uh, The Color Purple. I know why because of the violence and the sexual abuse language that's there that was written by Alice Walker 
which uh, Steven Spielberg, he made into a movie. But I just have so much to share, and I'm just going to let somebody else speak, and maybe we can get together soon after this call. I really need to talk to you. I am so complete, and I'm so forever grateful and thankful that you came and you spoke to us today, and I'm glad that you all gave me an opportunity to speak. So my thing to say everybody today is to be safe, have a blessed, safe, and prosperous Black History Weekend, and thanks for allowing me to speak once again. And be blessed and stay safe, brother. Thank you, sis. And, um, yeah, I I currently live in Keller, Texas, uh, uh, right outside of Dallas. And I I do want to I'm in McKinney. um, Okay, okay, not too far. So um, not too far. The the governor uh, about two years ago, and you just reminded me of something. I thank you for that. Um, he signed a bill with uh, you, you know the the leadership of Dr. Delaney, who uh, has been the longstanding uh, leader of Asala, and he signed a bill saying that every high school in the state of Texas has to teach black history. They have to have a course, rather, on black history, offer a course. So what we did, we designed a Texas edition of our textbooks. So we have the United States edition, and then we have one that's particularly described specifically for the state of Texas that's 100% aligned with all of the TEAC standards. So uh, I, I wanted wow. to go on record uh, to say that. And a lot of people... That's awesome. Um, yeah. So sometimes this, this really forces us to go behind what the media says and look at the, 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 the whole story, um, opposed to those sound bites, because those sound bites can make us really angry. <laughs> you know what I mean? But if we read things <laughs> and understand it in the totality... We can, we can walk away with a better understanding. So we have a strong foothold in Texas, the state. I think we're at about 47 school systems in the state of Texas, and oh. we're growing um, every wow. day. Yep. Well, I'm willing to help you grow even more, even further, whatever I can well, we, do to assist you. We, we need you. We need you. So I look forward to hearing from you soon. Most definitely. Thanks a lot. You are Blessed to be a blessing. Praise God for you. I'm truly honored to be to, to be a humble servant of the Most High. Thank you. Okay. Be Thank you so very much, marvelous Marina. Okay. And anyone that did not hear her message yesterday, I just want to remind you that her message will be there until we end this call. But she was amazing. With her, with uh, Marina led our, our uh, was our guest speaker yesterday, and if you oh no 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 actually she was Wednesday Dr. Bev was yesterday, that was great too so <laughs> always try to catch the replay if you haven't before we end the call thank you go 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 there okay we have unmuted all the way from New Jersey billionaires Kathy good morning billionaires and family. Dr. Milton, I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you so very much for this information, which is needed so badly. But I just want to say thank you, and it was great. I missed the first part, but I will listen to the replay. But thank you very much. Truly welcome. Okay. 
Okay, thank you so very much, billionaires, Kathy. And we have up next uh, mm-hmm. the manifesto lady, the master manifester, free to be rich flowers, all the way from Brooklyn, New York. Hey. Go. Greetings. Greetings, Professor. How are you? We are awesome. Guess what happened yesterday? Or actually, yeah, we learned how to publish a book in one day. Uh, or right away yesterday on this class here. So can you give us the publishing information again? Of course I had to manifest you. We miss you. We heard from Dr. Jeffries. He had a valve replaced in his heart, Dr. Lenny Jeffries. I thought I'd give you that information. And he's in rehab now and recovering. It's the second time he had open-heart surgery, so we accept him to fully recover. We're all praying for him, okay? Awesome, and awesome, I, I awesome. Pride. Yeah, yes. We cannot lose anyone. We keep them safe from the medical people. <laughs> so they are working and are healing and our medicine do the work. This is why I want you to repeat where we should go for your publishing or uh, help with publishing through you. And the phone number, I look at the 817, as Mimi um, well, said. And yes, you were tremendous, well, me, Professor. Let, Thank you. Thank you. Let me give you the direct number for the person who handles publishing. I'm going to give you her okay. uh, her cell number. Um, 217-220-2716. And her name is Lisa Petros. T-E-T-R-O-S? Yes. Mm-hmm. And she takes care of... Um, Publishing, she she oversees the the process and and the team um, uh, of sisters that do all the publishing. Yes, because Doctor Jeffries always emphasized that um, the reason we were not educated was because we were not taught to analyze and conclude and and decide and uh, take accountability for for uh, what we do and think. Uh, so thank you so much for continuing that tradition of education for our children and ourselves. Thank you very much. Absolutely. We're so glad you we here you have you here for the weekend. So we can have all our friends and friends and family listen too. And to contact you is eight one seven? Uh nine nine four seven zero seven nine. Nine nine four seven zero seven nine. I have it from before but I have a new notebook already. We keep writing, right? <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. Take care. He's only got five minutes. He's got to go soon. Thank you. Appreciate they your flowers. I know so you're always done working for our people. Go with it and go with it. Sorry about that, flowers. Okay, we have up next, unmuted, all the way from the West Coast. Prosperity and love. Go, go, go. Great day. Thank you so much. I, I just have one question. Because California, they're having um, a lot of charter schools pop up, what would be your recommendation for approaching the school district versus the charter schools? What What are your thoughts on that? Um, because I don't, I don't know if they're under the same umbrella or how does that how, what have you? Would you like to share about that? 
Yeah. You know, uh, for expanding resources. Okay. Thank you. Okay, no problem. So oftentimes um, school districts, they provide oversight uh, to charter schools within those districts. In some cases, you have those independent charters. But I think that um, uh, one of the things that can happen if you um, contact the curriculum and instruction um, division or maybe some principals or go straight directly to the charter schools themselves and really, you know, have a conversation uh, with them. Um, And we could talk more about this offline. I I know that we are coming out with a new um, Latino and Caribbean uh, textbook, and so we're going to have to have, you know, those conversations because oftentimes there's a high population of the um, um, Latino and Hispanic brothers and sisters that are, in uh, many charter schools on, on the West Coast. That's what we're finding out. So um, that's a very good question, but I think you can talk to the local school systems who, in those charter schools that sit within those school districts that give oversight, and you can also have a conversation with the charter schools directly themselves. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Q&A going once. Q&A going twice. Back to you. All right. Thank you, family, for all your comments and questions. Um, Dr. Milton, any closing remarks? And we definitely appreciate your time today. Yes, I'm so honored um, uh, to have been here. Uh, This always lifts me up until the next time that I have a chance to hear your beautiful voices and and have dialogue with you. I just want to leave you with um, one thing or two things, that when I look at the Old Testament Bible, it's a black history book to me. And one of the things that always sticks out is Psalms 82.6, where it says that ye are gods with a little g, children of the most high God. And I think that we are gods um, with a little g, and we have an amazing responsibility to really live up to the high standards and the responsibilities of of what that means. And we have to learn that responsibility is not an emotion. Um, Responsibility uh, is for those people that have to do what they have to do even when they don't feel like it. It's a commitment. And also within the Old Testament, it talks about the importance of us being published. And I think all of us have a story to tell. So the generations 5, 10 removed from us can know that we were here and they will have the sanctimony of our experience and our journey. And that's one thing that was supposed to be cut off. But again, you can never stop that moving locomotive going at a high speed. So with that said, I bid all of you farewell, and I wish the best for all of your lives. God bless you. Awesome. Thank you so much, and thank you for your time and making it possible to share with us while you were traveling. So we definitely appreciate you. And you know you're welcome to come back uh, more often than, than, than you have been, but whenever your, your schedule permits, we are here five days oh. a week, including holidays, so definitely would love to have you back um, uh, much sooner than the last time. 
I'm, I'm going to have a brother by the name of Tyrone call you so that he can okay. come on the show. I mean, he's like electricity. He really is. So he will definitely spark things up. You guys take care, and I'll talk to you soon, sis. Thank you. Thank you again. All right, family. Um, please do share this message over, and we don't call it a weekend. It's a strong beginning. So many that uh, are d- definitely need to hear about our rich history and how they can get more of that, you know, each and every day with their books with bh365.org. If you haven't taken a look at that, to so go to their site, consider being an affiliate as well as uh, sharing with other families, churches, and other things in your communities, resources, so we can get the word out uh, to more people. Thank you again. And it is Friday, so billion dollar done. Hey, Super Bowl 57 is coming gone. It's history now. My nephew, y'all man, and he's one of those critical philosophical thinkers. He says, Uncle D, how many Americans are there? Ah, there's about 300 million of them. Why? He says, well, you know what? They love the devil more than they love Jesus. I said, what do you mean? He said, because there's no schools called the jolly Jesus or the gracious Jesus, but we got the red devils. Uh, Duke University has the blue devils. They actually go to school and root for the devil. Come on, devil, we can win, we can win. And what about Wake Forest? They got, what are they, the demon deacons? Now, I know what a demon is, and I know what a deacon is. But what's a demon deacon? Is that like a pedophile priest? So I said, listen, uh, nephew, go do your homework. He said, uncle, I'm in the kindergarten. We don't have homework. He said, well, is God smart? I said, yeah, uh, nephew, they say God is smart. He said, well, why did God kill his son? Why did he just kill the devil? There's only one of them. Okay, so now my weight is about to shift from one leg to the other. And watching the Super Bowl, the daggone commercial comes on about Seattle's Viagra. So he says, Uncle D, what, what's an erection? I'm like, oh, come on, y'all are getting too deep. Go ask your auntie. He come back two minutes later whistling. I said, what did she say? She said, well, she'll tell me next week. But for me to tell you that she ain't seen one of those in this house in about a month. Okay, thank you, thank you, All righty, all right, family. We call for the closers. Thank you, being down down in Tallahassee, Florida. Um, it is Friday, and I know, and and um, Marvis Marina, you have to start texting me all your adjectives. You had some great ones today, fire fill, <laughs> but uh. Uh, billionaire showgirl and rejoicing in abundance. Come on down. Time to close. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, Dr. Walter Milton Jr. of BH365, you have made this once again an awesome, awesome broadcast. Thank you so much. Evelyn, you tell him you got a special way. <laughs> Dr. Milton. Thank you so much for coming on today and having this on a weekend so that we can have strong beginnings. But I want to say that you you are so refreshing, and I'm glad that you're on to remind me and others what we are to be doing 
every day to talk about black history because it is 365 days a year for ourselves and for passing it on to others. Thank you for your uh, boost for today. I also have something to say about the billionaire mastermind forum broadcast family. You know, we're like a box of chocolate. You never, ever know what you are going to get. But you are guaranteed that it's going to be good. 